أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أدونا محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده على من لا نبي بعده ولا كتاب بعد كتابه ولا شريعة بعد شريعته ولا أمة بعد أمته أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربنا إني أسكنت من ذريتي بواد خير ذي زرع عند بيتك المحرم ربنا ربنا ليقيم الصلاة فجعل أفئدة من الناس تهوي إليهم ورزقهم من الثمرات لعلهم يشكرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله مسرسبكتد عن رب العلماء الكرام Fuzz of the Quran, brothers and elders. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We are in the season of Hajj, the days in which the Masajid will be resonating with the incidents that are found in the life of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. Many lessons we can glean that we need to bring within ourselves practically that we can learn from the life of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in introducing Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam to us so profoundly, amazingly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن إبراهيم كان أمة قانتا لله حنيفا That verily Ibrahim عليه السلام كان أمة The single individual This one personality was an ummah. We all know an ummah comprises of an ocean of people, a lot of people. Few people get together, we say that's a jama'ah. Much more we will say that's a gathering. And when it's beyond our count, we say it's an ummah. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes Nabi Ibrahim as ummatan, single individual, ummatan, for many reasons. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu says that Ibrahim alayhi salam mu'allimul khair, one individual such a great asset to community, he serves as an, as an ummah, as a nation. Ibrahim alayhi salam is an individual, jami'an li khisal al-khayr, that one individual possessed the good qualities of multiple people. And we look, if we look into the life of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, in the different fronts that he served, Ibrahim alayhi salam was a nabi to his people, and he was a father to his son, a husband to his wife, and he was the best to everyone around him. And from Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, this one dua that we learn which is important for every one of us. That Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, there's many lessons throughout his life that the entire hajj is commemorated through the incidents that took place in the life of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the 13th juz of the Quran that the dua that Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam made. Remember, 
that we get together as a community, as a society. But the individuals that make the society, that is a product of the home. That the functional family structure, that breeds a successful society. That if in the home, everything is harmonious, things are according to the sharia, then the individuals we will see in our masajid are made in the homes. That person who comes to the masjid, and everything is fine with him. He's not complaining. What's happening? Aircons are not on. Why you got the fan on? Everything is fine. He says, I'm in the house of Allah. I'm the servant of Allah. My father taught me not to complain for everything because life is never perfect. Life is never perfect. And no one can be perfect. So nothing to complain about. Appreciate and get and unearth the good of every individual around you. Every person is got good. People are like mines. You don't take a spade and dig and find gold. You have to drill deep down to find the gold. So topic, on the surface you engage with a person, you may feel is not worth engaging with. But when you deep, when you dig deep down into his life, Wallahi, every person is got good that we can all take benefit of. So when we come, we don't complain, but where's this? That's because of that value system that comes from the home. Because Talim was taken in the place at home. Because there was an active parenting system in the home where the father was a communicating with his son. He says, Beta, this is life. This is life. You need to understand there's different shades of people around. Watch how you tread and be careful how you speak. Because of those values, he comes to the masjid with those values. And if we don't see it in society, it's not the molana to blame, it's not the imam to blame, but is what's happening in the home. Nabi Ibrahim salam was the perfect father to his child Ibrahim, Ismail a.s. became Dhabihullah because of the parenting, the active parenting from Nabi Ibrahim a.s. But where did it all stem from? Where does it start? The benchmark to it all is the dua of Nabi Ibrahim. The dua he makes for his milk-suckling son. Yes, one is, the son is, he's in line, meaning he's in the samusa run. So we say, Bhai, let's make dua for him. We start making dua. No. Nabi Ibrahim a.s. made dua for the success of his son when he was milk suckling. Still drinking milk of the breast of his mother that time already. Look at the vision of Nabi Ibrahim a.s. رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ Allah. I've left my family in a barren land. Makkah, Mukarramah, barren. No source of survival. No source of... There's no apparent source. No water. No flowing fresh water. Ya Allah, I left them. They're in your care. In your custody. In the Baitik al-Muharram, as long as they are safe in the sacred land. Ya Allah, I hand them over to you. You take care of my family. But look at the worry and the vision of Nabi Ibrahim a.s. I've left my children, Ya Umayya Allah. What's the objective? What I did? Do I desire my goal, my aspiration of my children? First and foremost, oh my Allah, the small son, milk suckling son of mine, must be someone punctual with his salah. He must establish his salah, not a tick in a box and perform his salah. 
لِيُقِيمْ He must establish his salah according to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One of the countries, our friends were explaining, he said in one masjid, there was an application put to council, we want to expand. The facility is already gone small, so they earmarked a certain day, and they said, during the day we will come to a census and see whether you qualify for the expansion of the facility. Brothers went out door to door, knocking, brothers please on the certain day, please come in your scores and droves to the masjid. MashaAllah, whole community as if it is in morning. From the morning to the day, to the evening, masjid is buzzing with activity. People are coming in. The response, rejected. You see what happened? That day we made sure, we ensured that the masjid was full to capacity. Rejected on what basis? See, let's take a group. So they come to the council, meet with the relevant authorities. See, on what basis do you cancel or negate this application of ours? Why is it in the negative? You see, when we looked at the crowd of people that are coming into your facility, you've built a facility for today and not tomorrow. Your expansion, you're looking for tomorrow, you don't deserve it. But can you explain to me, what do you mean by that? You say, when I looked at the AIDS group of people that are filling your facility, that's not for tomorrow. That age group, we don't see them. So Alhamdulillah, I came for Fajr Salah. My son, did I bring him also? Is he going to hold that legacy of my Salah or the legacy only of the business? Is it only about my profession? So if someone can take over because it's in prime spot, I've got that rooms in this certain hotel or certain hospital. Or is it that we're looking for succession planning in, even in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The vision, Rabbana liyuqimu. Oh my Allah, establish salah. My children must be punctual on their salah. Establish their salah. But we all live in Mother Earth. We have to be worried and concerned of our rosy and sustenance. Command of Allah, sunnat of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa We have to work. But look at the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Makkah Mukarramah is a barren land. فَجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَرُزُقُهُمْ مِّنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ Oh my Allah, you bless them with the fruit of the world. Ya Allah, let the whole world make an effort and the progeny in Makkah Mukarramah eat of that produce and efforts of the people around the world. Ibrahim a.s. did not make dua. Oh my Allah, make Makkah Mukarramah fertile. He was mu'at. Dua could have been accepted. He never made dua that his child must get busy in farming, cultivating. Ya Allah, the world must work. His sustenance must come with ease to him. That's why the best fruit of even our own country is exported and you'll eat it in Makkah Mukarramah. You don't even eat it in such quality. You can't pay that that top dollar for it. So it's gone out of the country. And you'll eat it there. Subhanallah. And the fruits of four seasons, you'll find it in Makkah Mukarramah. Acceptance of the dua of Nabi Ibrahim salam. So he made this dua, Oh my Allah. So the, the dua we should be making, Oh my Allah, let my risk and my sustenance come with ease and with afiyat. Ya Allah, it must come with ease. I don't need to be running around. No headache. Ya Allah, with ease it must come. Whatever is destined is to come, but let it come with ease. Number two, with afiyat. I don't need to fight battles and cases to get it. I don't have to get debt collectors and send the mafias to collect my monies. No, with afiyat, oh my Allah. I don't need to be in hiding. Ya Allah, it must come with afiyat, with khair. The dua we should be making. But what's the third dua he makes? Oh my Allah, when you do bless them from the produce of the land, 
when you bless them with risk and sustenance, لَعَلَّهُمْ yashkurun. Ya Allah, so they can be shakir, they can be grateful, appreciative to your bounties. The deen of Allah does not stop us from earning and earning from the, de- from the, from the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us with risk, alhamdulillah. It's the sustenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we accept it. But we should be making shukr and appreciating these bounties. That the more the bounties come, we spend more on the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the deen of Allah, for the facilities of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we study this dua, the first dua is about deen, salah. The second dua is about risk and sustenance. And the third is an ibadat again, shukr. We find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ibrahim alayhi deen, dunya, deen. That this should be our life. That the beginning is deen, the end is deen. In between, according to necessity and requirement, we put in effort for the dunya. To the necessity that's required for moving and traversing from this world to the next realm. It's enough for me to move to the next realm, to the next world, to akhirah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that tawfiq, that ability, that this becomes the mindset of every one of us. That we make these du'as. Remember, this is a divine system. That if we are going to introduce our children to Allah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless them. But if we're going to introduce them to the dunya and we reverse the roles, the dunya is first. First, you become the best in this world. When you get mature and you're 30, you got children, you settle, yeah, then you become pious. For the time will just become settled. Get your best marks. Your be- if we're going to turn those roles, then what we are seeing in society is because of the backlash of this. That we are changing the divine system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Luqman alayhi salam introduced Allah to his son. وَإِذْ قَالَ لُقْمَانُ لِبْنِهِ وَهُوَ يَعِذُهُ يَا بُنَيَّ لَا تُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ First advice. My son, don't ever ascribe partners to Allah. Immediate, what's the next verse? Ask the Hufal. The next immediate verse. Oh Luqman, you introduce me to my son. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, excuse me my son. وَوَصَّيْنَ الْإِنسَانَ بِوَالِدَيْهِ Look after your parents. Immediately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, excuse me son, look after your parents. Remember our children are like a book. The author of that book is we. The editor is the is the wife at home. She needs to co-edit that. And remember if the introduction of that book is on Allah, the contents of their life, we have to proofread it with reference of Quran and Hadith. Then the conclusion of that book will be on the kalima la ilaha illallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that worry and concern for our children that this becomes the mindset of every one of us. The vision, the worry and the concern for our progeny. That was Ibrahim alayhi salam as a father. Ibrahim alayhi salam as a husband. His worry and concern is that his wife should be on the same page as him. We should be sharing the same values. Because instability or the husband and wife not being on the same page creates instability in the home and a dysfunctional family structure. Because of which the father, the child will play the father against the mother and play one against the other because he knows who's the weaker link. 
when I need this, well, mommy knows that. And when I require that, I know daddy likes that. And he'll play one against the other. We have to be on the same page. Ibrahim salam made an effort. We have to be making effort at home also. Alhamdulillah, we sit, we hear the Juma Bayan. We sit for the Talim in the Masjid. We hear the Kalam of Allah, the Sunnah of Nabi Wasallam. That message has to now permeate. It has to move on and even go into our homes. Be found in our homes. How? Make Talim simple kitab. Accepted throughout the ages was this Fadaili Amal. Throughout the century, accepted kitab. That we take Fadaili Amal, a simple book, and we make, we read the Fadaili Amal, the ahadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the ayat of Quran Sharif, then that will bring khair in our homes, inshallah. So let us make an intention that as of today, even if it be two minutes, brothers, even if it's two minutes, you'll see the benefit of it. Because this is the speech of Allah and His Rasul it's definitely full of benefit and khair. So Ibrahim made an effort. What was that effort? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands Ibrahim salam, Oh Ibrahim, now you leave your wife and your most suckling child in this barren land and go out in the path of Allah. Go out and spread my word. Ibrahim salam turns around and heads out of the city. Wife realizes he's leaving us. He's abandoning us. Where is he going? No source of survival. But one question she asks. Allahu amaraka bihada. Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala command you to do this? Ibrahim alayhi salam according to some narrations did not even respond in words. He nodded in the affirmative to say yes. No words. Just a gesture. on. That was sufficient. That was sufficient. That the wife Hajar radiallahu anha immediately says, if that's the case, Allah will never leave us to destruction. You can go out in the path of Allah. Why? Because the tarbiyat was made. That they were on the same page. Ibrahim alayhi salam and his wife on the same page. And that is why, remember most of the time, the child is with the mother. Yes, little bit time, the child spends with the father. Comparatively with the father, much more time with the father. So the molding of that mind, the nurturing of the child, largely depends on that functional home. And the husband and wife being on that same page. For which we have to be making dua. Nabi Wasallam made dua. He was very happy. That that husband who wakes up for tahajjud, and he wakes up his wife. Yes, the other part of it, it's got to do with love. Because now you wake up for tahajjud, and you sprinkle water, and you have a fight. You say, but Mulana said. Yes, Nabi Wasallam said, out of mahabba, out of love, there is that understanding, you wake her up, and she also wants to wake up, and you sprinkle water, and she wakes up for tahajjud. Subhanallah, mother and father, husband and wife, both on the musalla, crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah, Nabi Sam got very happy with this couple. If the wife wakes up, then she will get her husband up and sprinkle water. Now that's because the two of them have to be on the same page. Ibrahim alayhi salam, when he comes back, remember, he left his son, goes out in the path of Allah. Yes, there were certain visits he came. Intermittently, he did come and visit a few days. But the one meeting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about, when Ibrahim alayhi salam comes back, his son is of an age where we will say he's a runner for me. Normally when you get guests, I need to bring the dish and the food to the table. Now when he's of that age and he can bring the food, now you're eating, you can entertain the guests. You know, 
and you can aramti, you can eat. But you know, he's of that age where he can be of benefit and, and an asset to his father. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now tests Ibrahim alayhi salam once more time, once again. Oh Ibrahim, slaughter your son now. Slaughter your son. Now look at Ibrahim alayhi salam. Hardly spent time. Tarbiyat was done by the wife. And now he engages with his son. And the response was, Oh my father, do as you wish. Why? Because the mother made child. That nurturing was perfected. Who? By by the mother. Now this is the next point. So one is the mindset, the vision of Ibrahim alayhi salam, the dua we spoke about. Number two, husband and wife being on the same page. Number three is Ibrahim alayhi salam had communication with his son. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded him via a dream which itself was a test that slaughter your son. Look at Ibrahim alayhi salam. He's not dishing out orders. Oh my son, come here, face Qibla, don't look at me, don't ask questions, I need to slaughter you. He could have done that, this is the command of Allah. No, just wake up, you come here for Fajr, I'm not listening to your stories. It's not like that. Ibrahim alayhi salam, look at how he engages with his son. When he was of that age to be of benefit, he addresses him and he says, Ya Bunayya. Oh my most beloved son. In Arabic, Ibnun is son. Ibni, my son. Ya Ibni, Ibni, oh my son. But Ibrahim alayhi doesn't say, oh my son. He say, oh my most beloved son. The law of the world is what we give, is what you'll get back. You give love, you'll get love. You show respect, you'll earn respect. You wouldn't need to demand it. Ibrahim alayhi showed that love. Oh my most beloved son. Look at the response. Ismail alayhi salam responded to his father. He says, Ya Abati. Not Ya Abi. Not my father. Ya Abati. Oh my most beloved father. Oh my most beloved father. If ma tu'mar. Command of Allah. I'm ready with it. But he engages his son. Oh my son. He wants to know at what level. Let's gauge. What level of submission does my son possess? Oh my son, I've been commanded to slaughter you. What do you feel? Mother Tara, what's your opinion? What's your take on this? Oh my father, do as you have been commanded and slaughter me. So the aspect of active communication and parenting in the house is very important and vital. Ulama are dealing with cases, Allah forgive. One senior alim a few years ago dealing with a case where a person came and he says, Mulana, I've got two questions. Spoke to Mulana. So one says, Gee, what two questions? So he, you want the easy question or the hard one first? So one says, Okay, the easier one first. See, the easier question is, Is the Quran seriously the word of Allah? Seriously, Mulana, serious question. So he says, Okay, what can be worse than that? I'm already worried about your Iman. Mulana, you think Allah is alive? He says, Hey, wait, wait, hold on over here. Okay, we can speak about this. We need a lot of time. I need to get from where you're coming, what angle you're speaking from, what's the problem, where is it all stemming from? Spoke about it. Eventually, Molana is saying, he's saying that the, the problem to this all, the root of it, was that father and son never have active parenting. There was never a relationship. The son is saying, I always had questions. My father is not approachable. I've got things I need answers for. He said, hey, go madresa. I don't know something. Listen to the bayan. No. I will try and engage 
to whatever extent and little bit limited knowledge I have, I can assist. The moment I get stuck, we'll go to some scholar, we'll go to some alim and we would assist you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that ability where we become active in our parenting with our children. And thirdly, fourthly, Ibrahim alayhi salam made dua. He made dua for his child. The entire Quran is, is uh, abound with the duas of Ibrahim alayhi salam. So many duas he made. First para, 13 para, throughout the Quran. He made dua for the ummah. He made dua for his children. He made dua for everyone through the barakat of the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Through his progeny was Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Millata abikum Ibrahim. And the final message that we can all take for ourselves. How can we get all of these beads in a row? How do we get our game in order? Simple. Ibrahim salam was called Khalilullah. He was the friend of Allah. He possessed unflinging love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh Ibrahim, you have to leave your father. No problem. Leave my father. He's a mushrik and a kafir. Oh Ibrahim, leave your family in a barren land. Ya Allah, your command. No problem. Oh Ibrahim, slaughter your son. Ya Allah, your command. He never said, no, maybe it's a dream. And it all depends. You had the dream before Fajr or after Fajr? <laughs> if it's before Fajr, that's a good, that's, that's the dream must be worried about. After Fajr, no, don't worry. He never say anything like that. No excuses. The command of Allah, that was the love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq. That when that love, when we possess love for Allah, we won't ask questions. And the first place, how do we develop one alim subhanallah? He says, how do you develop that love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? <clears throat> he says, you'll gauge it from the love the person has for his wife. If he can love his one wife, then he'll be able to love his one Allah. Very easy. You'll do anything. Your wife says, you know what? I need a shoe from a certain shop. You go there. The shoe is right. The color is wrong. You go to the next shop. The color is right. The price is wrong. I mean, how do I tell everyone I bought it from Pep store? Okay, never mind. We go to another shop. The price is right, the shoe, everything is right, but my sister bought the same one. Okay, now what do we do? You'll, you'll be ready to go to any shop as long as your wife is happy. When? When you have that love for her. You're ready, you'll never, you'll never even frown, you'll never crease your forehead. Gee darling, no problem, whatever it is. And when that love is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we see the awliya ikram. Subhanallah. Whatever is the command of Allah, sir ankubar, ala ra'as wal ayn. Ya Allah, whatever is your command, I'm happy with it. Allah subhanahu wa grant us the tawfiq and the ability that we can bring these lessons into life. Wa akhir dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Subhanallah wa